Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Casual Watch Talk. You're joined by Sam and Chris. Chris, how have you been? Excellent. How have you been? Very, very good, in fact. Yeah, very good. Um, We've got a really interesting show coming up because I made a few statements on our Facebook group, which I'm going to follow up with some real facts and figures here. But before we dive into that, which I've already teased in the thumbnail, but I'll be aloof now. Uh, Should we do a quick (laughs) uh, wristwatch check? Yeah, sure. Sure. I have got uh, the C65 chronograph on. Blue dial enjoying on the bracelet because it's uh cold out still so yeah i think that's one of the christopher ward icons isn't it now i yeah i i think uh almost though it was i looked at the best of 2021 and there were so many like uh christopher ward just did a, a thing on instagram that was like pick your top for 2021 your top watches for 2021 and of course, they did that skeletonized, uh, yeah, you know, the de- demo well, the partly yeah. in-house, yeah, yeah, that demo piece that they did, yeah, right. What wasn't in-house was done by like major heavy manufacturers. So, um, and then they had like the blue sapphire, and then they had their white uh, GMT, the white dial GMTs, and a whole bunch of stuff. So it was like uh, it was kind of it was tough to pick. And then yeah, I felt I, I almost felt like this kind of got lost in the shuffle. But that's okay. I'm I'm okay with it because <laughs> they're just uh, you know great. It's it's a great company, and I I think they're really putting out some great stuff that we all enjoy. I forget who it was. Um, somebody on the Facebook group had seen that skeletonized watch in real life. And oh, was like blown nice. away by it. I think it might have been Stephen yeah. over on the Facebook group who nice. said that they saw it in real life and it was it was incredible, which uh, you know we have no doubt about. But I'm still wearing my little speed timer and I've got it on. I mentioned this last week the uh, the gas gas bones Velcro strap, which is holding up really well actually. Nice. Um, I like it on here. I mentioned last week that I bought it just to kind of bulk out the speed timer a little bit because not too small. I just I'm just so used to bigger yeah. watches. But you're, I've, and you've been wearing this a lot. Yeah, you're also a fan of the like the bun strap, which kind of like yeah. which kind of bulks it out, bulks out a watch like that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And this looks great on a NATO. I've got a really cool. I mentioned it on the Christmas show, but I've got a really cool Jubilee bracelet that I bought for it, and I actually brushed it using a mm. emery board, a nail file, yeah, nice. because yeah. it was a little. It had a little bit of shiny sections. Probably one of the best bracelets i've ever bought off amazon and it was dead cheap i'll i'll show a picture up here and leave the link in the description down below also if you look in the description down below you'll see links to the facebook group and also the discord group which is growing thanks for everyone that's joined and all of the video suggestions Mm -hmm, for sure okay well let's dive into another thrilling episode of hit or miss chris this watch has had quite the buzz certainly on our facebook group rob and a few other people own this watch i love the look of this but i mean i'm giving it away whether i think it's hit or miss but this is the new doxa been out a couple of weeks now and um, I, I picked the caribbean model but they've got a um a, a teal one or the, close to the tiffany blue this is a lot more industrial mm. a lot more of a geometric case it looks here like it's got the integrated bracelet but it, it isn't integrated that's, that was the first thing i was gonna ask yeah that's the first thing i was gonna ask i uh i love i love the look of this but it's using i believe a salita movement in here not cost regulated but it's coming in at uh, one thousand four hundred and ninety dollars here 
and mm. um, I'll throw some pictures up of uh, Rob's, who's got one on the Facebook group. But I don't know what you think about this, but I, I'm, I'm a big fan of it. I, I'm not a fan of the, I'm not a fan of the K shape. Oh really? I think, I think there's a little too much. I think there's maybe a little too much going on for me, and maybe because I've had a, I've had some experience with a, that that uh, hexagonal style case in the you know where it where it kind of goes off to these sharp you know sharp diagonal lugs sometimes can be a little little tough wearing so i'll i'll give it a i'll give it a a, i have not had it in my hand um and had it on but uh i'm 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 nervous about the case shape a little bit it reminds me of the uh what's the sort of hexagonal cape shape the uh samurai from seiko okay it reminds me a little bit of the samurai, and I I have not yeah I've not really been a samurai fan. I think they're cool. I've tried them on, but that but that sort of shape, and I don't want to from by no means pigeonhole the the toxa into uh, into that one comparison. Um, uh, I I think the colors are great. I love the orange hand. The, it's so what they do well is so well done i mean the the orange hand the colors you cannot beat the colors um but i think i'd be more of the fan of the what was the 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 300 with the uh, beads of rice bracelet i think this is going to be a big hit for doxa they had that um i think it was the 200t didn't they that they released last year that i think i, I mean i don't know based on sales figures how well it did but mm-hmm. i know i've I knew a lot more people had bought that than perhaps I'd seen on other forums, but I think this is actually a big hit for it. They did. I'll do a little shout out for for Luke on the Facebook group who owns the Frog Squad watch straps. He bought, there was a limited edition version of this watch that had no date, but was made in titanium. And mm-hmm. he's he's just took some fantastic photos of that. So if I can get his permission, I'll be, I'll be flashing a yeah. few uh, photos up now. I'm going to say a miss, but, uh, but, just for this, uh, just for this one time. <laughs> well, I think I think it's a hit. Chris is going to go for a miss. For our main subject this week, I'm going to make it all about me, Chris. But um... <laughs> okay, all right, good. That's it's about time. <laughs> and um, it's it's something that I discussed on the Facebook group. I've also discussed it over on the Discord group. The Discord group link in the description down below. And while you're at it, please, if you would like and subscribe these this video, if you enjoy the content here, it really does help out the, the channel big time, getting it to a wider audience and share with your friends. Mm-hmm. I was seriously thinking sort of the end of last year, uh, for anybody that's been watching the podcast for a while, Chris certainly knows this. I'm definitely a, I forget what um, our friend Pete McConville calls it over at, um, over on his YouTube channel. I think I'm the accountant or or something. He has like a different levels of different types of watch collector. I'm certainly one that I love the hunt and finding watches and I love owning watches, but I don't like to have a big collection of watches. So I'm often um, buying and selling them, not flipping them. I usually sell them at a, at a loss, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this year, I'm seriously thinking, Chris, about just buying one watch just saving up and making a big purchase okay okay at the like middle to end of 22 yes yeah to so mark mid- off a you know mark off a a couple of years that we've had <laughs> i'm also 40 
two at, in no, in this November. So hopefully I'll find out the meaning to life and uh, mm-hmm. whether it's yes. watches or not. <laughs> I've been chatting about this on the Facebook group. And the reason that I thought that this would be a good podcast is I've set myself some rules. So I'll go through the rules that I've set myself about this. And I'll go through the reasons that I'm doing it and what I think I'll learn doing it. And then we'll just monitor it as the year goes. Did I fall off the wagon? And I know there's another couple of people over on the Facebook group that are interested in seeing if they can do this as well. I'm, I'm by no means saying... It's like the uh, one, not the one watch challenge, the one purchase a year challenge. <laughs> Let's go through the plan that I've set myself. So the type of watch that I want. And then what we'll do, Chris, is I'm going to go through the current list of the ones that I think that I I like the look of and then I I guess we'll check in in another couple of months and see whether those watches are still top of the list Mm -hmm. so the 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 type of watch that I want and I've, I've really thought about this because over the years I bought different types of watches and that's the beauty of watch collecting isn't it finding out what you really like but this is what the type of watch that I want I think I definitely has to have the date. I've tried to trick myself a number of times in buying a watch that doesn't have the date, and I, I like the I like having the date on a watch. Yep. Blue dial. Okay. Wow. Blue or maybe possibly a grey dial. I, I like them the most. I like the blue dials the most. My speed time has got the blue dial. I think, and I think uh, just an interjective for a blue dial. I think. It, that if it's not white or black, I think it's more likely to be uh, catch the attention of random strangers. So some color. If it has, your watch has some color, I think it's and you know as a as watch appreciators that we are, uh, how rare is it that anyone even mentions you know that anyone even says like, hey, cool watch. I think realistically, I'm wearing a chronograph watch here, but I think for the big purchase, chronograph is probably less important, more a three-hander or maybe another complication to go along with it. I've mentally budgeted myself in the 2000 to 8000 price range. Now, I know that that okay, is a... Pretty big. A, yeah, it is a pretty big price range. I'll kind of explain yeah. how I came okay. up with that in a bit. Next thing is what what do I think I'm going to achieve by doing this or what I hope to achieve, I suppose, is a better way of putting this. Mm. It's going to force me to really think about what I want. So it's going to make okay. me, instead of obsessing about lots of different watches, I think it's going to really make me think about what I truly want based on mm-hmm. watches that have come and gone in the past. I think that also... If I save the money in a particular way, and how I want to do that is that I've set myself a little rule that the money is either going to come from YouTube ad revenue, from selling other watches that I have, selling Mm -hmm. other items or extra cash beyond my standard wage. So maybe freelance work or maybe doing some of the gig economy work so that I actually feel the pain of saving for it instead of me for example like my wage having a standing order that comes out of my wage every sort of you right know, uh, i every see what month. you're saying so, to 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 actually uh feel like you put in effort for it additional effort yeah and there's and i think there's uh two quick points on that one is you are certainly not we are cert- we would love to be making that kind of revenue on uh, on ad revenue, oh, yeah. but that is yeah, <laughs> that's, that's we'd be saving up for a long time. That would be a like an eight year watch. Uh, number two, really good th- to think about um, if if you're considering purchasing something, 
long term and if you're comp- considering purchasing something short term like it it shouldn't be any of the money that is already set for something else like like yeah. food <laughs> uh shelter uh you know the 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 7 to 10% you're putting in a 401k your your retirement savings like after all of that after all of that after all that then take that money get in watches you want to spend you know couple thousand dollars on something nice uh i yeah i think that's the way to go we're moving into a new house in a, in a couple right? of months so all of right? my actual right. wage that i earn is allocated yeah. to yeah. to that type of thing yeah in- instead of a like automated automatic savings withdrawal that you just you know just yep yep you know twelve hundred dollars but enter <laughs> one of the things i'll hope i'll learn is when i definitely get the watch i won't be thinking of it is just cash sat in there in the cash sat in the watch box basically right that's a good yeah okay okay these are good this is good i also think market wise it'll allow me to one of the contenders or i want to be one of the contenders is i'm all on board with the seiko spring drive technology Mm -hmm. i just haven't found a watch yet style of watch look of watch that i think it's worth the money but that I love enough. Chris, what I thought would be interesting now is if I started showing you the current list of the ones that I'm thinking about and then get okay. your opinion on them. All right, so early, these are early days. Early days. Early times, early and we'll times. we look back on this in, right. in a few so, months. Yeah, I, now, yeah, there's a couple, like, there's a couple of scary uh, signposts coming up, which is, you know, when do you, when do you stop waiting for the, for the magical... Uh, Grand Seiko that doesn't come yes. out. Yeah, that's sort of true. one question. And then when, uh, you know, when do you tighten up and say it's going to be these three, or maybe these six, these three, these these two, these one. So well, yeah, this will be fun. We'll have to. I'll I will be happy to hold your feet to the fire on this. Yeah, I think I think this is going to be quite an interesting exercise, especially if I can hold out. Which uh, you know the jury's out on whether I can hold out. <laughs> well, well, let's um, let's dive in here with the first one. So the first one we just mentioned, Doxer is hit or miss, but I really like the idea of owning a Doxer. Mm-hmm. So this one is the the sub three hundred. This one okay. retails for two thousand four hundred and ninety. The things that I that are drawing me towards Doxer is it's just such a classic design, and I've never mm-hmm. owned one or or seen one in person. So that mm-hmm. that attracts me about them. They also retain their value. So even on pre-owned, they they really retain their value. So okay. those those are the, the the things that are drawing me towards it. The things that question in my mind about whether I, whether I go with it or not is it seems like you have to go. I, I can't yet work out the price differences between the models. So this one is two thousand four hundred ninety for the hundred. There's also a sub three hundred T. Now the 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 thing is that the depth ratings on them are uh, different, so you pay more for a bigger depth rating. But th- that doesn't matter for for me for a standard watch right. collector. But what does matter is that some of them are cost regulated and some of them okay. aren't. So this okay. one is six hundred dollars less, looks similar, but it isn't cost regulated. And I think mm. if I'm going to spend that money, I at least want it cost a, a cost yeah. regulation of yeah. some sort. So that's. 
Yeah. So that was my first pick. I don't know what okay. you what you think about that one. I, yeah, I agree. I agree with the regulation. I mean, I know you are. You know, we both own time graphers, so that's a you know. So we've all, we've all often quipped about our accuracy snob status. So that's I can definitely see that. Um, this uh, keeps very much in line with uh, your turtle. Yes. As far as wearing and uh, you know, so that that I th- that case shape is. I think a good, I think a good hit for for uh, you know for you, um, yeah. It's uh, I would uh, I, I would and you're you're settled on that blue. Yes. Yep. Settled okay. on the blue. Okay. Because yeah, with Doxa, their their fun colors are almost. Uh, I would love to see for actually for most watches, I'd love to see like the breakdown of like what what colors go out the door because you know there's there's always that. Uh, you know, for a completely random example, there's always that uh Miami Blue GT4 sitting on the showroom floor that you yourself can see yourself in, and then uh, your friends and your wife are like, "What are you doing?" So, <laughs> yeah, and okay, so the next watch, I quite like the look of the Seiko Marine Master. So this is the blue one, and I only started thinking about this watch honestly a couple of weeks ago because I was I made a video on that other. Seiko that I think is way overpriced but then I started looking into the AL35 movement and even though I have a huge issue with the fact that they get a ridiculous rating between like it's like minus 30 plus right, 15 right. or something, whereas, something right, silly yeah whereas other watches in that same category are like plus minus five yeah exactly, exactly. but yeah. I really like the look of it and also a few people had commented on that other video that they've owned the eight l35 movement in seiko watches and they do perform a lot better it just seems like seiko for some reason are trying to just like hedge their bets with it the pros of this one is that i love the look of this because i love the turtle and it's a similar case it has those marine master hands which you know i'm an absolute i'm obsessed with because you kind of put them on the um the turtle for me Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i'm a big fan of seiko despite my uh, poking fun at them and this seems to be the best of the the Seiko divers, mechanical divers, to mm-hmm, me mm-hmm. before you before you get into Grand Seiko. So yeah, now so, what's what's yeah? I was gonna say what size is the what size is this one? This one, this case on here is. Let's just have a look here. Um, just to the right there, forty four point three millimeter case. Okay, so okay. It's, it's it's larger, thickness yep. of over fifteen. I'd say it's a big boy. That, yeah, exactly. I'd say the negatives on this, or one of the pros and negatives, are it's all known to me about the AL35 movement, how it performs. Okay. okay. The other thing as well is that I also don't know until I see it about the Seiko bracelets because I know there's sometimes they're a bit hit or miss on the more expensive mm-hmm. watches. Mm-hmm. So, so those are the those are the those you, are the cons. I would say, um, uh, what was the what was the Marine Master? So, so maybe put in your maybe the back of your mind pre-owned. Uh, there was a Marine Master with a Grand Seiko spring drive movement in it. So yes, you're totally right, Chris. There is a similar Marine Master type watch, and this is definitely on my list. And this is it has the spring drive movement, but it isn't a Grand Seiko. This is mm. the Prospex LX version, the SNR045. For our audio listeners, this is a very similar to the Marine Master style case. 
except it has a spring drive in, has some remaster hands. And the one that I've got on my list is this green dial version. I know that I mentioned that I want a blue dial version watch, but the only other version they do at the moment is a black dial version. So mm-hmm. I quite like this green dial version. And the pros of this are it's titanium case, so it's going to be lighter. It has the spring drive movement in it, which is a big, big plus, which I wanted. The only the only negatives I would say of this is it's it's on the high end. This is $6,000, this mm-hmm. one. And I'm also, again, not entirely sure about the comfort of the bracelet on here. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what you think about this one, Chris. Well, I, the green strikes me as, you know, as something that, that's... Uh... You know that's going to need some consideration. The dial is sort of got a, like a surface texture, which is interesting. Um, so it's so it's not just like the green version. It, you know, so it's a, a limited edition, special edition kind of thing. So it so it gets some points maybe for that. If you're shopping for if you're shopping for something and you know you like a look of the like a look of it, then sort of uh, bonus points if it's also somewhat limited and uh, you know. You're never going to see one at any watch meet, that kind of thing. Um, I, I I think the case and the the bracelet I've, I've tried this watch on, and it's super comfortable. It's yeah, super comfortable, and um, you know, it's it's like um, I, I think you're saving a bunch uh, because it's the Seiko version and not the Grand Seiko version. So you know, we'd be supporting that. Uh, we'd be continuing to support Seiko in their. They need to bring Grand Seiko movements over to the Seiko line. Absolutely. Well, next on the list, this might be a little bit of a... I've got, I've got a couple on here that I think will be surprises for you. This next okay. one, it, I think, will be a surprise for you because I've never talked about this watch before. But it's the Omega Seamaster. This is the 300-meter mm. one for the audio listeners. It's the, you know, the, the commonly known as the James Bond one. Uh, yep. And the, the pros of this one, why I like, why I like it, I've never owned a coaxial movement Speedmaster, uh, mm-hmm. um, Omega Seamaster. Mm-hmm. I've never mm-hmm. owned a Seamaster, mm-hmm. but I really, I'm totally on board with the coaxial technology. I know mm-hmm. that these aren't, I think they use Metas, don't they, instead of COSC, but it's similar, mm-hmm. a similar rating. So those are the pros of it. I think this one, I know, I've, again, I've given Omega some stick for their pricing, but I think this one is is spot on this it's 5400 right. again you can buy them pre-owned it's a great size right. those are my yeah. pros for it the negatives are i just have never loved the hands on these seamasters oh, the my own opinion yeah i've just never loved the hands mm-hmm. so it would be one of those again would when i sit when i owned it would I overlook the hands or not? Or is there still that risk that if I don't like the hands now, is that going to eat away at me? So it's... Mm. It is a signature of it. So it, it's... Um, this is not a situation where you have a micro brand that just kind of dug into the bushel barrel of hands and dropped whatever they had on there. This was a this was a design decision by Omega and they've stuck with it and it's and it's part of the iconography and the design language of this watch so i i could give it a pass for that there i have you know there are you know there are people that it's it it certainly can be it can be difficult to read or you know hard but it's it's not it's not it's not too it's a it's a big it's a big dive watch so i i personally would have for this one 
the thing that the thing that all of these strike me is the helium escape valve i can't get over it that doesn't bother me anywhere near as much yeah. as the I, I like everything about this watch okay um, okay yeah and blue and blue dial hands, day blue and, dial. but the hands maybe question okay okay yeah well james bond action so moving up into the uh, another echelon of what if i went over my savings goal now this oh. does make me this does make me nervous about buying watches that are this expensive but i had to put on here the the date just so this is the oyster date just the 41 millimeter this this isn't the blue dial version this is the gray dial version so this is okay. the date just 41 with the jubilee I know I own the OP and I bought that really as an investment, but I have always loved this Rolex. I love it even more than the than the Submariners uh, with the with the smooth bezel. I will own this watch one day, but it's mm-hmm. whether 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 I can save up. I mean, this is you know eight thousand one hundred fifty. Also, the pros of this are it, it's it'll always at least retain its value. I love okay. the styling. I've never liked the Rolex Mercedes hands. I know that's controversial, but just just myself. I mm-hmm. think this is the ultimate combination of date just, and it's a good size. Negatives. I think the only negative really here is well, there's two negatives, and this these two negatives will apply to the next two watches as well. Is it go- because I've never owned a watch of this price? Am I going to be nervous to wear it? Is one of right. the negatives, and the yeah. other negative on it as well is is its availability. Is it going to be yeah. where I just cannot get this yeah. watch? Yeah. I, I So, it, it, interesting this over maybe the Oyster Perpetual line. Because I, I could see myself uh, in into, a, and I looked at the white dial Oyster Perpetual. Um, it's a little, a little, a little you know a little different as as far as style so here you have the sort of that smooth bezel so not the fluted but the smooth very particular i think the this is just again all of this is my own opinion i think the fluted bezel for me is the crossover between i think that very popular the smooth bezel looks more contemporary to me okay so that's why i like it and it would just be the steel smooth bezel it wouldn't be the white the yeah. white gold so that's that's why i like yeah i mean i like the look of it the uh cyclops on the date but you're very particular about the date so that'll that'll work so you'll be able to see it when you're 70 uh if you're you know you still get it um yeah I, i'm not uh yeah i'm not a fan of the cyclops but again this is you and your date um uh, i it's an interesting choice interesting choice I, I and I think knowing you for as long as I have, um, yeah, I would have to. I'd have to fly to Florida and then come and and scratch it, and then <laughs> yes, that, you I mean, might have to do that. Just or just you know like just force you to wear it. You know like uh, you know call the AD and be like, yeah. So uh, one of those lugs, yeah, uh, put a put a twenty mil screw in there, <laughs> just so it can't get it off his wrist. <laughs> yeah, or or you could say no, no, he doesn't want a pre-owned. He wants a pre-worn. Right, right. He'll right. pay the full price. Somebody right. else just has to scratch right. it. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. All right. And the other thing we can do too is uh, let's uh, let's keep you honest, and uh, we'll uh, we'll get one of those like uh, uh, safety tags 
uh, to check to see if you've removed it. And we'll just, we'll have you thread that on there and like take a picture of the time and date, you know. <laughs> like, on, like on a shipping container or something. Right, exactly. And see if, uh, see if you've, uh, you've meddled with it. So I've got two left now. And I think both of these will be, I think the next one will be, uh, will, will be another surprise for you. And this is a Panerai. So this oh is the Panerai Luminor Marina 42 millimeters. For audio listeners, it's the classic Panerai, except it has the date on it and it is their blue dial version, but it's slightly okay. smaller at the 42 millimeters. Okay. The pros of this is I've always been intrigued by Panerai. I've, I've mm-hmm. reviewed them a few times on the channel and I've always liked them. And I really like this blue. I like the style. I like the fact that they're robust and hard wearing. The negatives on this one is probably a, a little bit more thought out than perhaps some of the other watches that we've looked at. The negatives to me are price is a question rather than a negative. So unless okay. you're buying from a boutique... This is $7,900, which I do think is expensive for this watch. But mm-hmm. the flip side of that is I know that it is very hard to buy a pre-owned Panerai because the fakes are so well done that even, I know even big, you know, even pre-owned watch sellers are very cautious about buying Panerai. Mm-hmm. The fakes are so prolific. So that's one of the the negatives is I, I'm, I haven't got a comfort level with the price yet, even though mm-hmm. it's got this, you know, three-day movement and I think it's three-day movement and I love the look of it. The other mm-hmm. negative as well is that the the bracelet option, to my eye, doesn't look good for Panerai. And they all come on either a leather or a rubber strap. So I would definitely have to source another strap for it that I liked on it. I don't mm. like the one it comes with and I don't like their interpretation of a metal bracelet, just my mm. opinion. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm certainly a surprise. Uh, yeah. Panerai is a, I, I have a, you know, it, you're, okay. So here's what I'll say. Your, it fits with your larger style dive watches. So you're not afraid of a 44 mil dive watch. And so this is, you know, big Panerai. Um, you can't, uh, I mean, as far as like being able to watch spot, they are immediately recognizable. Yep. So like when I'm standing in line in an airport or I'm in a mall or I'm at a car meet or whatever, it's like, (laughs) you know, easy to easy to spot. Um, Yeah, the the bracelet and strap choices I don't think will be too much of a problem for you because you are a strap collector. That's true. More than a watch collector. Yeah, yeah. You are a purveyor of and a aficionado of straps and bracelets. This is why I'm making it a one watch challenge because I couldn't make it a one strap challenge. No, no, jeez, no. You know, I don't think that's too much of a too much of a negative. The you mentioned the controversy with them being fake. I. I think they suffered a little bit. Um, maybe that's overblown. I th- this could be one of those situations where sixteen hundred cars uh, get in accidents and and catch on fire in a month, and two of them are electric Teslas, and immediately it will be all over the news. And if you remember, a couple years ago or a year ago, uh, Panerai had a picture of a fake Panerai. 
that they used in one of their like social media marketing they promoted or something that they did and they just walked right into it. So, so maybe that's a little overblown. So, well, you know, we can do some more research into that. That's, that's good to follow, but okay. All right, cool. Surprising pick. Last on the list. So what if I, I went big with it and I managed to save a lot more money than I thought I was going to save? So what if, what if for some reason I, I'd managed to save way over the eight thousand dollars? What what okay. watch do I do I think is is worth it for me? And what I'm going to show you here is the Jaeger LeCultre Polaris oh. range. Okay. And I'm showing you a range here instead of a specific watch because this is perhaps one of my my negatives on it. But I love the look of these Polaris watches. I'm on board with the Jaeger LeCultre in-house movements. I know they retain their value even though they don't necessarily go up. I I Mm -hmm. love the overall style of it. The, The negative, of course, being is that I want a blue dial watch with the date. And they don't actually do one until you get up with the to the marine date. They have a black dial version oh. that is nine thousand dollars, but I you see. have to you have to really you have to be paying eleven thousand four hundred to get the blue with the date. So that is definitely a, a negative. Also, the other personal negative for me is I don't know how I would feel about wearing a watch that is eleven thousand four hundred dollars. <laughs> I know, right? If you can't, if you're questioning eight thousand, then eleven thousand. That's a that's a. Yeah, I, I would I would have to say that you were probably a no on that. If you're thinking it dollar for dollar, it doesn't make sense to have it with the date, but and they cha- it looks like they changed the style of the blue dial for the ones with the with the mariner the mariner. Yeah, me. they kind of hollowed out the hands. I mean, this one the Memovox has the um, yeah. the alarm I, in it, which is their yeah. icon. Oh, okay, okay. This okay. one is just uh, I don't I don't know. Yeah, that's that. the Memovox, and then they just have the date. Okay. Yes. You know, for and so for instead of eighteen, it's eleven thousand. Yeah, I think this perhaps the depth rating is the difference here. This is a yeah. three hundred meters. Your skeletonized and... hands. Yeah. So similar to the Omega. Uh, compressor style case with the two. Yes. Two. What does the second? Vessel. What does the second? It does. Uh, it's not immediately. Yeah, it's not okay. immediately obvious, but it does have an inner rotating bezel. Ah, okay. Controls the. Yeah, I would expect that. Okay. Okay. Controls the bezel, and then for the Memovox version, sets the alarm. I yes. would say. Yeah. Yeah. Alarm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. So some interesting points here. I mean, so uh, JLC. So you're, uh, unlike the Panerai, no one will know what you have on your wrist. <laughs> I, you know, so I mean, like, so if you're worried about walking around with $8,000 on your wrist, don't be because, the, you know, the guy with the Panerai, you know, is going to be, <laughs> it's going to be noticed before, before you, and then you'll be able to look down at your watch and be like, yes, the assailant came in at 2.05. <laughs> so, um, so a little bit, a little bit, uh, yeah, a little bit of a, a kind of a flip from there um can't go wrong you know like you said like it retains its value which is great so you're you're that it's going to be it's going to be super accurate and total high expectations it's it's interesting too some of your lower stuff versus your higher stuff um the 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 negatives kind of go away like your your accuracy negative goes away because you know it's going to be accurate your your you know any sort of question as far as like fit and finish are going to go away because you know it's going to be a, an amazing watch right right so very interesting all right well 
let us know over on the Facebook group or on the Discord what you think of that. Is this is your first video you're watching? We would love it if you subscribe to the channel and hit that thumbs up if you enjoyed it. As always, we appreciate you watching and listening. And we'll see you next time on Casual Watch Talk. Thanks, guys. Bye.